Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, I'm going to uh, try recording a request uh, from a listener today. Um, now, unfortunately, this listener did not give her name, so I can't tell you uh, who it was. Um, but I will tell you that she wanted me to talk about how I learn Japanese. Um, I know that many of you listening to this podcast are learning English so I thought I don't really want to do a whole episode about learning Japanese um, and I've probably talked about um, how I study uh, a language in the past but I thought actually there's a lot of this things I do to study Japanese that you can also do in English when you study English and it's been one year since I started this podcast so there are probably lots of new listeners who haven't heard some of the early episodes where I did talk a lot about language learning um, so maybe it's a good time maybe it's a good time to talk about this topic again so I'll try and talk about it um, I'll keep it try and keep it interesting for you and maybe talk about a few other things that I've not really mentioned before. Um, so, firstly, what did I do first? Um, like many people, probably, uh, many people who are self-studying, uh, I've never had any Japanese lessons. Um, I went and bought a book from a shop, and it was a grammar book. Uh, and it it was called Genki and I bought Genki 1 and 2 and they were some parts were interesting but lots of it was boring so the way the books worked is they had like a dialogue section at the front like a conversation example conversation at the front and then uh, sorry at the front of each chapter and then you could read like explanations it would explain what the grammar is used in the conversation 
Um, and then after that, there would be all these exercises to do. So you had to like write out 10 sentences or match up some words together. The kind of stuff that you do in school. Um, <laughs> I haven't been to school for a long time, so I found it very childish to do those kind of exercises. So I didn't do them. It's just too boring, sorry. But what I did find interesting was the conversation bits, like the example sentences, the example conversations. Um, I could read them and didn't understand anything about them. And then I looked at the grammar and then I read them again. And then I could start to understand them and I could feel my brain sort of starting to make sense uh, of Japanese by doing that. And I thought, wow, this must be a powerful way to study. Um, the book is probably about 50% useful and the rest of it is just those boring exercise. But this bit um, was very interesting. So what I decided to do was take these interesting bits, um, these example sentences, and put them into a, a learning application, a spaced repetition system, SRS application, um, called Anki. So I just kept studying these sentences through Anki every day and I had the sentence in Japanese and I had to try and remember the meaning of the sentence in English. I had to try and understand the sentence. What does it mean? Um, and I just, I think I had about, when I went through both books, Genki 1 and 2, and I think I ended up with about a thousand example sentences. Uh, I also remember at the back of one of these books, they had quite a long story, um, like a children's fairy tale story. I think it was Kasajizo-san. Um, but anyway, I remember this was like a massive piece of text for me. This was, it was like paragraphs long and I'd never read anything so big uh, in Japanese. And it, I couldn't, I read it and I couldn't understand it. But I thought, why not? Why can't I understand this? All of the grammar to understand this is hidden in these books somewhere. So then I started like taking apart this story. Um, I started taking apart the words and taking apart the grammar and looking up every point and really going into detail with this short story at the back of the book and that helped a lot that was that was a, a really good experience like trying to use everything I was learning to really understand some Japanese uh, text a big piece of Japanese text now of course anyone who is just starting out learning English could also do this exact thing that I've done uh, with an English textbook um, but obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're you're beyond that level. You're you're more advanced already. So don't worry about the, that. After Genki one and two, which are like I think beginner, and maybe like upper beginner, intermediate, I don't know. Um, textbooks. I I bought a textbook called uh, Tobira. Actually, the title is very long, but everyone calls it Tobira. And I I tried reading through it but it was really boring. <laughs> and uh, I, I tried doing that same thing where I would get this long piece of Japanese text and look up every word and every, um, every grammar point to try and really understand it. And I think I got 
all the way to the end of the book, but maybe not the last chapter. And I just thought, no, this isn't working. This is this is just too boring. <laughs> it was interesting at first, and it would take me like an hour, like a whole hour, to read a page of Japanese or something. Um, but anyway, after that, I decided okay, I'm just going to try and read a book. So I got this book that's sort of sort of like a children's book, but it's not. It's it's a light novel. Um, and how many pages does it have? Let me go and get the book and check. Okay, it's got uh, 140 pages in it. So it's not the shortest story, but it's um, it was a really good book to start with, I think. So like I did before, I just tried to really break down everything and study everything in this book. And I also put, I think I put it into Anki. Did I put everything into Anki? I think I put the whole, not the whole book, but like every new word I found and in a sentence. I put the whole sentence into Anki. And I read, the, it took ages to finish the book. It really did. It took ages. And sometimes there were bits I didn't understand. Um, and I just had to skip over them because I just couldn't, no matter how many times I tried, I couldn't understand them. So I read the book once, then I read it twice, then maybe I read it three times, and uh, I started to really understand how written Japanese works, I think, um, thanks to studying this book so, so much. I think you can pick any book, it's not a special book or anything, um, and you can do the same with English, of course. Um, but yes, it was a big help. But then at some point, I realized that it's great being able to keep practicing reading Japanese, but the Japanese, and and this this is true for English as well, like the the language you get in a book is so different to the language that people speak. Um, it's just like it's very descriptive. It's very um, sort of like uh, showy, like fancy, and uh, it's not really a great place to start learning, I think. What you want is just to read something s simple. You want to read conversations. You want to read, I don't know, someone talking to their friend about their favorite food maybe but like something that's real not textbooks because text textbooks are very fake i think but unfortunately there's nothing like that that i found so yeah you're probably going to start off reading um reading some simple english or japanese books depending on what language you're studying anyway after after that book i tried to read a few other books but i didn't really get very far with them, I just sort of felt like I was going maybe down the wrong path that I needed to change and do something different. So at that point, I started looking for examples of native speakers, and I remember I watched a lot of YouTube videos, which I now realize was a bad thing to do <laughs> because people were speaking very quickly and the microphones were often f 
far away from their mouths, so it was like there was so much echo in the room it made it hard to hear. And I also started, I, well, I was I was also watching lots of anime and animation, and I I was lots of, watching lots of films as well um, in Japanese, of course. And it helped. It did help a lot.、Um, I remember watching dramas as well,、um, but I think it was the wrong thing to do、um, because later on I found podcasts, and they were so much easier to listen to than the other things I had been studying. So much easier than YouTube, than drama, than animations, than films. And I and I I thought ah if only I had found these sooner,、um, I could have saved some time. But anyway, as soon as I found them, I started. I think I stopped. I stopped listening to the stuff I'd been listening to before and just focused on podcasts. So when I did my listening practice, it was always podcasts, and I went crazy with them. I listened to hours of podcasts,、uh, Japanese podcasts, every day. Um, and that has really helped my listening ability, probably more than anything else.、Um, now that I've been listening to podcasts for over a year, I've been listening to yeah Japanese podcasts for over a year.、Um, I've started going back onto drama, back onto animation and films, and I can understand a lot more than I could before. I'm still practicing reading.、Um, I'm making my way through through the fifth Harry Potter book at the moment,、um, and I'm reading that in English and Japanese、um, at the same time, which is an interesting experiment I'm trying.、Um, and I'm also carrying on with vocabulary study using Anki. Although I haven't been doing that so much lately, but I I think I need to. I've said this before, but、um, I think reading, listening, and vocabulary study are sort of like the key things for learning a language. The most important things: listening practice, reading practice, vocabulary study. Those things. I don't bother with. Um, I'm not so bothered about speaking practice, and I'm not so bothered about writing practice.、Uh, and the reason is, I think, when you get better at listening, and you get better at reading, you will get better at speaking, and you'll get better at writing, and that will happen naturally.、Um, it's a bit different with Japanese because, or Chinese, or、uh, because of the different. Thousands of different characters,、um, but I don't want to spend too much time talking about that because it's not very interesting for people who are studying English. But I will say that for the first year or two years,、um, I didn't practice speaking Japanese at all or writing Japanese. Just just input. Everything was input, no output.、Um, and the only reason I Speak Japanese now is just because I'm using it to speak to my girlfriend. Otherwise, I wouldn't speak Japanese at all, and I wouldn't write it either. Even now, I'm just focused on input. Everything is input as much as possible.
and I've I stopped I've stopped learning grammar. I know people like study grammar for years and things like that, but I I stopped when I start as soon as I started I stopped. <laughs> I just put everything into Anki, and then I just forgot about studying grammar, and like every now and again sometimes I'm reading a book I read something and I think. Ooh, what does that mean? And I look it up in a dictionary, and maybe sometimes it's grammar. Um, but I don't even realize it's grammar. I don't know. It just it just tells me what it is, and then it's just a word to me. And I think that's great, because that's exactly how it is for me in English. I don't know what <laughs> which words are grammar. Every, every word's just a word. You know, there aren't any grammar points, um, because I didn't study English that way. And so... I think that's a very natural way to build up an understanding of Japanese. But if I have a conversation with someone about uh, Japanese, so someone else who's studying the language, and they start talking to me about, I don't know, some verb conjugation and all these rules, I just think, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, but I don't understand <laughs> what you're saying. And uh, it's interesting because these people seem to be very confused they're like how can you understand any Japanese if you can't you know if you don't know what the grammar points are if you can't remember the grammar and all that kind of stuff how can you speak when you when you know you don't know any any grammar that kind of stuff but uh, I, I just tell them well it's the same when you speak English right anyway um, I'd also like to talk a bit about stuff that I did um, that I think helps maybe uh, with studying a language but it's not actually studying a language so for instance I think routine um, is perhaps the number one thing that's going to help you studying a language so like even more than saying like you know these top 100 vocab words are really helpful or this grammar point is used all the time even more important than that is routine. Um, just building up maybe a daily routine if you can, or studying when you wake up first thing in the morning, or studying after you've ate your evening meal, and always doing that. Because studying a language is a very long journey, and you're going to get sick of it at some point, you're going to get bored of it. And you're going to think, I don't want to do it today. I'm too tired. <laughs> and you're going to think that often. Um, but if you have a routine, it makes it so much easier. Because you don't think, well, should I study it now? Or should I do something else? It's like, okay, it's time to study. And you just do it once you've got into a routine. So that is really important. Um, also, um, finding the time to study, you know, sitting down if if you're if you only study like i don't know 10 minutes a day that's maybe it's not enough probably it depends what level you are i guess but like certainly at the beginning i was trying to study like for an hour or every week <laughs> i didn't know that that wasn't enough <laughs> it's really not enough and then at some point when I started studying seriously and I was doing like four hours a day um, and then some point I was doing eight hours a day of study I went really crazy um, 
I had a job as a freelancer back then and I could choose how much time I was doing uh, my job and how much time I was studying for so I went crazy and did eight hours a day which was useful but mm, maybe not too useful um, maybe maybe like four hours is the max or something I'm not sure but anyway back on the topic of routine um, so whilst whilst I was in this period was of studying very very hard and I had this study routine I also um, I also made exercise part of that routine so I think it's important to have routines that aren't just related to Japanese study um, sorry to language study and the reason is because like I said sometimes you really don't want to study your language um, even with a routine you don't want to study your language or sometimes you just have these lazy days where you don't want to do anything um, so I think it's good to have more than one routine because if you can just do even a simple routine every day maybe a simple routine in the morning um, it helps you do other routines later on it helps you become a bit more energized uh, to do other things later in the day so for me that was just doing some simple exercise in the morning not I not a lot of exercise you know just stretching just basic things maybe like five or ten minutes of exercise um, and that that I think that definitely helped keep me focused and keep me stick to my routines um, I also uh, used to walk quite often just go out walking whilst listening to I used to listen to soundtracks from animations like like record all of the audio from an animation or a film or drama some TV program and listen to that um, these days I would use podcasts of course a much better option and much easier to do <laughs> um, but yeah back then I was walking around uh, Manchester listening to uh, Japanese whilst I was getting exercise so doing two things at once that's very good right I also remember at that time being quite careful about what I was eating so I didn't want to eat anything that would make me feel heavy or slow um, so like you know lots of junk food I tried to keep away from junk food um, I remember taking vitamin tablets um, and also omega-3 oil tablets because I heard that these might help with your might help your brain they might help you to remember things um, so I thought this can't hurt let's just take it anyway um, I don't know if they worked or not of course but I guess it didn't do any harm and I suppose it sort of became part of routine so maybe it it was a good thing um, also I experimented with meditation previously um, I've heard some other people talk about meditation and um, studying and how it can help you um, concentrate how it can help you focus and I think that's true 
uh, especially today where we're also used to having I don't know like smartphones that keep annoying us with a hundred messages every day I think it uh, breaks our concentration a lot so yeah I had good focus on my studies back then and I put lots of time into studying um, now because of my full-time job I don't have so much time to put into studying if I just look um, at my time so every, every time oh, I should have mentioned this sooner <laughs> every time I study Japanese I track the time so I know exactly how long every day I've studied for um, so like today even though it's what is it it's quarter past eight in the morning I've studied for an hour um, and yesterday I studied for two hours 21 minutes and then the day before I studied for three hours four minutes so I'm getting I'm getting about two or three hours a day even though I'm working full-time which isn't ideal I'd like I'd like to make that four hours if I can um, but yeah that's not bad two or three hours I think yeah I think that's pretty good for someone who has a full-time job but yeah it's it's not it's not that hard to do you know you wake up in the morning study um, do your job there's a break in the afternoon lunch break study it during a lunch break um, and then after work you can study again there's, there's probably time you can find time somewhere I, I cut out everything in English um, I didn't watch English TV at all English films didn't play I stopped playing uh, computer games because they don't help me study um, I just cut out so many things I didn't <laughs> I didn't see my friends very much either uh, or my family when I was in Manchester um, like every day was just Japanese crazy uh, which I don't recommend I think it was a good it was an interesting experiment but I think there's a limit to how many hours are useful so you can study for too many hours in the day um, and I think I did that I did study for too many hours and it didn't help um, so I think maybe like I said before maybe four hours as max I wish someone had done research into this but I don't think they have um, I couldn't find any anyway um, one one final thing I almost forgot to mention was shadowing I did do some shadowing um, even though I said I don't like practicing speaking this is a bit different um, so you just copy you listen to a native speaker and you copy them you copy what they're saying um, this just helps get your mouth used to making the right sounds um, and it helps your brain sort of remember how things fit together um, and store them store them more easily in your brain so your brain is very good at remembering phrases and remembering which words stick together um, so you don't you don't your brain doesn't work by understanding grammar and it doesn't work by knowing the meanings of all words it just 
it just sticks everything together. It's sort of like um, machine learning, the way it works. What's it called? Like fuzzy logic. Um, sorry, that's a bit a bit technical. Um, but yeah, <laughs> shadowing shadowing seemed to help me. I haven't done it for a long time, but I think I should probably do it again. I'm feeling a bit um, a bit awkward when I speak Japanese lately um, because I don't speak it too often. I don't speak it as much as I used to um, because of my work. I can't speak to my girlfriend so often anymore. So maybe I should practice shadowing again. But this is this is another thing actually. I know this episode is so long and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry it's so long, but um, this is another important thing. If you're a self-studier, if you're not self-studying and you're taking a course to learn English, I recommend you self-study as well because sometimes the courses aren't the best. Sometimes English courses the people who teach them don't really know how to learn languages or they don't really know how, what works best for you um, and everyone learns in a different way I think so this is this is my last point uh, learning how to look at yourself learning how to listen to yourself and try and change things so if you're doing something and it's too hard, maybe stop and try something else. Um, if you're doing something that's too boring, maybe stop and try something else. And like, try to look at where your weaknesses are. Try to think, ooh, my, my vocabulary is not great, so I need to focus on that. Or um, my pronunciation's not great, so maybe I'll do some shadowing or I think my reading ability is quite good, so maybe I'll do less of that and focus on other areas that I'm weak at, that I'm not so good at. So yeah, listening to yourself, understanding yourself um, is also very important. I think even when, even when you're doing uh, classes, yeah, maybe when you've got like a one-on-one -on -one tutor and that person can say, ah, okay, these are your weak points. These are the areas you need to practice more in. But in in like a big classroom with like, I don't know, 30 people in, you don't usually get that kind of um, detailed attention. So yeah, self-studying, I think is important um, because you can, you can study things that you are interested in, not just things that you have to study in your class. Um, so you can read books that you want to read or watch films you want to read, um, which you should do. You should try to use your ability as soon as you can, as soon as you can enjoy doing it. It doesn't matter if you understand, I don't know, 30% of something. If you enjoy doing it, that's fine. Do it, do it often. I remember watching animation when I could understand like 20% of it. All, all in Japanese, no subtitles. I could, couldn't understand <laughs> anything really, but I enjoyed it enough to carry on. Um, and then I could understand more and more and more um, because I was uh, uh, studying other things at the same time. You can't, I don't think you can just watch television and become <laughs> fluent in a language. Um, but yeah, a combination of 
many things combination of listening of reading of vocabulary and uh, being able to understand your weaknesses and adjust your study um, being able to have routine uh, these are all key things I think these are all things that are going to help you succeed um, right that this is perhaps the longest episode I have ever done. I did not realize it was going to take me so long to get through all of these points. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I hope it has been interesting to you and maybe it's given you some ideas that you can apply to your own study routine. Um, I said this before, uh, but everyone has a different way of studying so maybe some people don't like the way I study that's fine if you love just reading through textbooks and grammar books and you enjoy that that's great do that because doing what you enjoy is definitely important too sometimes you have to push yourself because it is a bit boring at times sometimes you just don't have the energy to do it but don't push yourself too hard on things that you don't enjoy. Uh, learn to recognize things that you don't enjoy, I think, and just focus on the things that you do. That would be my recommendation. But anyway, um, you've got to find out what works for you. So I've just given you some ideas. Maybe you can try them. Maybe some are good. Maybe some are bad. Um, but yeah, it, it's a fun journey. It is one of the it's one of the hardest things I've ever done and it's one of the most rewarding things it's ever done I've ever done sometimes it's been really fun and I've had uh, amazing experiences because of deciding to study a language deciding to learn Japanese and it has changed my life in so many ways I mean an unbelievable amount of ways so I'm incredibly glad very happy um, that I decided to start learning this language and I'm I'm still learning it of course yeah I'm <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to finish there's always going to be more to learn and that's fine uh, it's just it's just another what it's like another side of your life that you that you gain uh, by making another language your own language Anyway, it really is time that I should stop talking on this very long episode. I do hope uh, you've enjoyed it. I do hope that it has answered um, this person's question. Sorry, I don't know your name. Um, and I just want to finish by saying good luck to everybody out there who is studying English or any other languages. If you stay with it, if you keep at it, I'm sure you will get there in the end. Okay. Uh, have a lovely day and uh, look forward to speaking to you again next time. Bye-bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.